0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Move Forward Anyway podcast, featuring dream-accelerating inspiration. I'm Jeff Meyer, your host, author, entrepreneur, and coach. My goal with this podcast is to help you identify and clarify your own dream by taking wisdom from others' successes and challenges. If you're looking to take action on your dream, to make a difference doing something you love, but your fears are holding you back, then this podcast is for you. If you're interested in finding additional support, you can also check out my Dream Accelerator coaching program designed to help realize your full potential and reshape your future. As always, you can learn more about my Dream Accelerator program at jeffmeyer.org. Using my Dream Accelerating formula, heart-centered entrepreneurs can focus on their dream, name their fears, change their mindset, define their next and move forward anyway. Welcome back, fellow dreamers. I am excited to be with you again on another episode of my Move Forward Anyway podcast and a special guest today, Gigi Butler. We're so grateful for you taking time to be with us today. Thank you. And Thank you. I don't I don't think that um, I'm getting any special perks like the amazing cupcakes for doing this podcast interview. Well, and you I'll, might. <laughs> I might. You never know. <laughs> but man, are your cupcakes awesome!
1: Thank uh, you.
0: My audience, I know, will uh, recognize Gigi's cupcakes. Uh, right. That. Gigi, thank you for being here. Why don't you introduce yourself and uh, let's share a little bit about your journey.
1: Great. Well, thank you for having me. And I love the theme of your podcast. I think that it, and now in these times, it's perfect. Great timing. And mm-hmm. to move forward, anyways, through all the debacle we've been experiencing in this last few years. But um, my name is Gigi Butler, and I'm the founder and culinary creator of Gigi's Cupcakes. It was founded, I opened my first store in Nashville, downtown Nashville. 2008, February 21st, 2008. I just had my 14th anniversary.
0: Wow. Happy anniversary.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And uh, it was a whirlwind. I went with $33 left in my name when I opened my doors and uh, to 20, hold on, 120 stores in 24 States in five years and having a child and uh, having her basically by myself and raising her by myself uh, through the process. And here I am. I sold Gigi's Cupcake six years ago, and here we go. I'm just an author of The Secret Ingredient, and I speak all across the country on how to feel fear and move forward anyway.
0: Mm. So here we are. (laughs) I recognize that theme. It's so (laughs) refreshing to have someone talk about feeling it um my daughter would say feel the feels
1: feel Uh, the feels
0: yeah right like right embrace it acknowledge it don't try to push it down or ignore it or get rid of it and and use I actually teach people how to use it and flip it and use it as fuel so It's refreshing to hear somebody talk about fear in that way. Right. Well,
1: also, we're taught in this society, even if you have a heartbreak, like, oh, just get over it. Don't he's not worth it, or she's not worth it, or they died, get over, you know, whatever the their divorce, your divorce, get over. I think it's really important for us to know that we can grieve, we can feel the fear, we can feel oh, I'm alone again, or whatever that is, and cry and just Mm -hmm. feel that. Because those emotions are so vital for our healing. And I don't, I think we just kind of wash it and brush it aside and, oh, think positive thoughts and we won't, and which you need to, but it's okay to feel afraid. It's okay to feel that fear and feel the Mm -hmm. loneliness and heal, use those
0: tears to heal you and move you forward. Yeah, absolutely. We, um, we get tripped up thinking that the entrepreneurial journey, which we're talking about today, right. uh, takes courage. And courage is something that exists without fear. Right. Like you're either courageous or you're fearful. Don't, if you're fearful, right. you're not courageous. And right. uh, both of those things can coexist at the same time.
1: Right. Well, courage is the uh, ability to feel that and do it anyways. Yes. So yeah. you can still, the most courageous people in the world have felt that fear, but they went ahead and they're like, nah, I'm going to feel it, but I'm going to go ahead and and do that anyways.
0: Yeah. Come along with me, fear, but <laughs> right. we're moving forward. That's right.
1: <laughs> right. That's
0: awesome. Um, so 2008, you're in Nashville. And you're going Correct. to open this store? Why? Why did you start Gigi's Cupcakes? What was? Well, go ahead. Yeah.
1: What was the beginning? Well, yeah. I was an entrepreneur at at heart. I started my first business at 15, Gigi's Cleaning Company. So I would clean during the day, and then I knew I was going to be a singer songwriter, and so I would clean during the day and then sing at night. I started my first band at 17, and I started touring all throughout California where I was raised, and then I moved to Nashville with $500 to my name, knew no one, didn't have a place to live, didn't have a job, but knew that God would take care of me. And my theory in it was, well, if God could part the Red Sea for the unbelieving Israelites, what could he do for me if I had just an ounce of faith? What could he do? So I stepped out and I moved forward. And that was my, the beginning of fighting that fear. And all through my life, it's been a pattern of tenacious, a tenacious spirit, right? Just that's what God gives you. God gives you special gifts. And that's one of mine. And I just have always thought, you know, I don't want to live just a mediocre life. I want to live fearlessly and I want to live with lots of reward. So that takes courage and moved to Nashville singing uh, cleaning and then I was cleaning Taylor Swift's toilet one day back <laughs> when she was 15.
0: Really, and she,
1: yep. And she, I was almost 30 at the time, and she was 15, and her fa- family had all the money in the world to further her dream. And she played teardrops on my guitar on her bed. And I was like, Did you write that song? She's like, Yeah, it's gonna be my first album. And I thought, I'm done. The door was closing on that opportunity of me since I was seven singing professionally since I was 15. So uh, it was very, I was very afraid because all my life, all I wanted was country music. That's all I could think, breathe. What would be my next thing? I felt like such a loser, such a complete Mm -hmm. failure. And then I decided to expand my cleaning business. And during that healing of why God, you know, I'd always think, why am I just going to be a cleaner? Uh, he really started to work in my spirit. And instead of why God, I was like, well, why not me? Why not be faithful right where I'm at and just be content where God has me right now? I felt like there was more for me, but I, I didn't know. So I just was like, okay, God, I'm content. And then my brother went to New York city and stood in a line at a cupcake shop for two hours. And he called me while I was cleaning another client's bathroom. All my epiphanies happen near a toilet, go figure. And (laughs) and all of a sudden, he's like, you should open a cupcake shop. And I looked in the mirror and I had my pink cleaning gloves on. I'm like, why not? Why why not me? I've always lived a life of falling on my face and getting up and moving forward. So I thought, yeah, I'm going to do it. So I took out, uh, no one would give me a loan, even though I'd been in business since I was 15. And I had excellent credit, a little bit of savings. And I was like, you know what? They all laughed in my face, four banks. And I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to fall as hard as I can and do it as big as I can. So I took out $100,000 cash advances on my credit cards and I went for it. And so once again, another risk, 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 you know, and and mm. I just went for it. And the day I opened my store, February twenty first, two thousand eight, I had thirty three dollars left to my name. I was scared to death. I opened my doors. I had my little apron on that my mom had made me with cupcakes, and I thought, okay, God, <laughs> here we go. And I didn't know what was going to happen. And from that, with thirty three dollars, I went from that to five years in 120 stores in 24 states and a child raising her alone. Here we are.
0: Here you are. Wow. Here we are. So, so are you a baker at heart?
1: Yes. The backstory is my great, great grandmother in the turn of the century in Oklahoma, I'm from Oklahoma originally. She had her first bakery called Beals Bakery. And so our whole family and my mom's half Italian. so. Our whole family are, they're bakers and my great aunts and my, everyone in my family bakes. And at five, I was, they're like, come up here and let's show you how to roll pie dough. Or I I was learning this, this incredible way to feed myself and create. And I just didn't know I'd ever be doing it for a living. So sometimes what we think we're not going to do is really God is planting seeds of what we really are potentially going to do. So you just never know. You have to be open in every season and go, okay, God, I failed at that. Or I think I failed at that. But what can I learn from this and bring it to my next chapter and my next path of what you have me on?
0: Yeah, that that moment at the toilet bowl, uh, Taylor <laughs> Swift's toilet bowl, that is fascinating. Toilet
1: bowl. I've cleaned 75,000 of those toilet bowls. <laughs> Which one? I've got the calluses to show them. Here they are. <laughs> So that 75,000 toilets, people, I keep moving forward.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Praise God for that. Um, so when you heard her sing that song and you, you thought, okay, my dream, my dream of being a country music star is not going to come to fruition the way I envisioned it. That's a, that is a gripping moment of, um, of grief, right? Right. How did you how did you move forward anyway through that? Because I know a lot of people I work with, they have a dream, and then that right. dream closes, and they just right. they're just done. They're devastated. Just
1: done. They devastated. Yeah. They can't take anymore. They emotionally, physically worn out. And uh, what I did was instead of, I mean, I did feel like a loser. I did actually feel like, what am I going to do with my next, my, my whole years were in front of me. I was 29, I think at the time. Wow. And I'm like, what am I going to do? What, what So what I did was I started feeling grateful. I started writing journals and I started feeling, okay, God, wow. if I feel like a loser, but what do I have going for me? Well, you know, I can still sing. I can sing at church. I, I have my health. I have my strength. I have. So I started feeling gratitude. I also started healing my soul with the Bible, with uh, good books, with uh, Joel Osteen, Your Best Life Now, uh, Joyce Meyer. I would listen to her every day. And this feeling of my sadness, of my wounds, of I had a failed marriage. I had just, it was just been, it was a horrible time in my life. And through just seeing and saying and hearing what God says about me, I finally healed. Because if you listen to the what the world says about you, you're never going to heal, you're going to be in a rut, you're going to be devastated, and you're going to be depressed your whole life. If you depend on what people say about you, you're done. So uh, good luck with that, because it's never going to work. But you have to hear the words of healing from what God's perspective of you is
0: what did you learn in those years of building those five years, especially of building Gigi's cupcakes from one store to 120 in oh, 24 states. Right. What are some of the, what are some of the things that you experienced that you're just so incredibly grateful for?
1: Well, that that's in the book. Secret ingredient, you know, you would have to read the whole book. That would be a whole series on the things I've learned. But, you know, going from a toilet cleaner to a CEO that quick, someone had thirty three dollars and that in two or three years was gross grossing. I wasn't personally making, but the company was making thirty three million dollars. So going from that within three years of my life, can you can you even can you imagine what that would be? So I hit it big. Maybe I wasn't a country singer superstar, but I had hit it. I had made it. I had had this golden nugget that came to fruition, right? Mm -hmm. But what I learned is I, I didn't love myself enough to have the right boundaries still. And what I did learn good is that I absolutely was a perfectionist when it came to what I wanted with my brand what I wasn't going to compromise. So I did have boundaries in some ways. And I really was not going to compromise what the beautiful look and the feel and the taste of this cupcake was going to be. It was going to be an experience for people. And it was going to be baked with love because it was my family's recipes from a hundred years of the recipes. So I learned that I learned through cleaning You know, even though I didn't go to the business school and have all these degrees, I was in famous people's homes all the time, successful people's homes, you know, learning about the stock market, learning about how to be a doctor, what it takes to be a marketing genius. You know, I may be cleaning their desk, but they were teaching me things while they were sitting Mm -hmm. there at their desk, right? Mm -hmm. So I put all those things that I'd learned with cleaning and I'd learned with singing as far as what's your shtick? What's what makes you special? And I put it into the cupcake business, and that's why we were so successful because of branding, taste, and the excellence of standards of what I wanted my cupcake shop to be.
0: Even as you're talking about, I'm uh, looking my chops. <laughs> I want to go get a cupcake. Well,
1: I'm telling you, they are oh man, little little gems. Little, little splice in
0: heaven, no doubt. Yes. Yes. So, um, the biggest challenges uh, that you faced in, I mean, I can just imagine the rapid growth had to be just
1: it, it staying was, ahead
0: of that. Insane. It,
1: it was absolutely insane. Hiring a good team around you was so important because there's things I didn't know, but I know other people knew.
0: Yes. So,
1: hiring that team and mm-hmm. people that would go and, and, have the brand and and be that example of the brand that I wanted to be was very important. So hiring is so important and finding the people like I'm not really technical we talked about that before but there are people that are very technical and I can hire those people, right? Yeah, yeah. So that just hiring the right people and being a good leader and learning from my mistakes of being a not so good leader is priceless. Mm-hmm. You know, but you have to be go through it to learn it. You can't learn these skills really in a college setting. It's yeah. it's getting the touch and feel and the mistakes and the pain and oh my gosh, why did I do that? Why did I make that decision? And trying to rebuild something else. So it's all in the experience.
0: Yeah, you learn it as you grow it. You, you don't learn right. the book and plan right. it all out and then and then launch. Right, um, and that's it what people it just think. Work that way.
1: That's what people think. Oh, I'll just go to school and then I'll be this successful billionaire. It happens to one point, whatever, but it doesn't really happen to everyone. (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. they have to touch it, feel it, live it, breathe it, and be a failure in lots of things to be the success they need to be.
0: Yeah. So six years ago, you made a decision to... Uh, sell Gigi's cupcakes. And right. take me through the motivation for that. Was there another dream that you were I, wanting? Well, to I wanted to write
1: the book. I wanted to write the secret ingredient. I had a five-year-old at the time. She has been on to date 124 plane flights. So if that can tell you, and I wanted to always be a mom and be a stay-at-home mom. Mm. And And so our home maybe wasn't at the home, but she was in an apartment, an airplane, a a bus, whatever, she was with me. But at five, it was time for me to put her in kindergarten. And I wanted that experience. I was also tired of fighting the franchisees, fighting the people in my, you know, just fighting every day, fighting my family. It was just a fight. And the creation of it and the joy that that gave me, it had slipped away. Mm -hmm. And so I walked away. I just I love creating. That's where I'm at my best. And when I don't have that anymore, I don't have the joy. And it's just a, being this CEO business fighting machine and I I don't want to do that my whole life. Yeah. Life's too short.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. So your daughter now is what, 11? She's 10. She's, She's 10. 10.
1: Yeah. So oh, she was yeah, almost 5. She's 10. And she is just amazing. She's a foodie for sure.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, you know, I sold and then the company went bankrupt two years later. And I tried to buy Gigi's out of bankruptcy and it didn't, didn't work. And then it just got to where it was so hard just being a franchisee and watching my baby just die basically, yeah. and not be what I had built it to be that I got completely out of GGS, and then COVID hit. So there we go. And mm-hmm. then I'm left with no identity, no job, <laughs> no, no career, no future. Like, okay, I'm back in the exact same thing I was before GGS. What the heck?
0: Uh-huh. And,
1: you know, here we are.
0: <clears throat> is there anything? <throat> is there anything emerging on the horizon for you? Are there any sparks? Any? You well, don't have to share me, them. If it, if I'll, share some, but, I'll share them, I'll share them.
1: But I think people need to know that life and being an a, a entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart, mm. and being living fearlessly and having being anointed doesn't mean you're going to have an easy life. It means you are going to be persecuted more than most people. And so, after COVID hit, I started baking in my home. And I wanted to do, always do a pie shop. So I got the opportunity. I baked. I was delivering good, uh, comfort food, shepherd's pie, chicken pot pie, pies of all kinds, kinds pie bars. I'm like, how could this not work? So when the opportunity for brick and mortar came about, I mean, I fearlessly leaped at the chance and Pies by Gigi was born. Then the Delta variant of whatever that thing is hit. And it absolutely killed my business, and whatever has happened with COVID, all of the death and sickness—it's been horrible. But what it has done also is absolutely destroyed small business, and I think that was their plan all in the all all along. But we won't get into that—that's another podcast. So, (laughs) (laughs) and so here I am. I'm like my business is failing. I've got to cut off the bleeding. I've got to do something with my life. My daughter, I. So I closed Pies by Gigi. I sold my home and I just packed up and I moved to Florida. And I'm once again at, oh, what am I going to do with my life? So it never like you're never sitting there eating bonbons. If you are, congratulations, you're like one out of a million
0: Mm.
1: and you just keep creating. So I've started doing public speaking again and I'm about ready to start a new book about uh, the last five years and uh, being an entrepreneur during COVID. And then also I've been doing marketing for a vitamin company and we're about to a vitamin chewy gummy. And so I've been doing that. We're about to launch an amazing product and it's my friend's company that I've known since I was 13 years old. I used to clean and babysit for him and his wife. Go figure. Uh So, There you go. And so I am getting into that business. So I, you know, I don't know yet. I'm just trying to figure out and see what my next creation is.
0: How do you, how do you, um, show model, encourage your daughter to dream big? Um, because I'm very interested in the household dynamic of being an entrepreneur. Right. And it gets spread on I have four daughters myself right. and um watching them pursue their dreams is probably my favorite thing in the whole world. So Right. How do you encourage her to dream big?
1: Well, I I lead by example. She sees all of the pain I've had to go through and all of the scariness and she walks right along with me and I just say "Kendall, no matter what, God is our Father. God will provide for us. If we lose our friends, we lose our family. We—I don't have a husband. I don't. You know what? God provides. God is the only thing that'll be there for you. If you—if you, if you can mm. put your foundation in Him and you dream big, it won't. Even if you dream and it doesn't work out, He's got another plan for you. So I, and I, I lead by example, I, you know, we're cleaning, I'm doing a cleaning business again here on the Island where I live and, and I don't mind cleaning. I'm I'm good with cleaning. I love cleaning, starting that up. And she goes with me and I'm like, come on, let's go. And she's like, well, I don't want to go. I said, do you want some stuff? Do you want to start your savings? Do you want, you know, so she just goes along with me on this path and I don't shield her from many things because I can't, because it's just her and I in the home. I don't shield, you know, I shield her from the negative, but I don't shield her from seeing the possibilities and the fear because she has to learn to rely on God for herself. Mm -hmm. And if she doesn't, then I have failed because that's the only thing I care about is my daughter learning how to be a good disciple of Jesus.
0: That is a worthy, worthy dream to pursue. Yes. Yes. The most important.
1: Yes, it is. The most important.
0: So uh, I want to give you an opportunity before we end this uh, brief conversation. I want to ask you, for those who are listening in my audience and are thinking about maybe overthinking, a lot Mm -hmm. of overthinking happens in the dream pursuit. Correct. Um, What would you like to say to them to encourage them?
1: Well, if you're thinking and thinking and, it, and it's gnawing at your gut, it's gnawing in your soul, like, gosh, I should do this, but I just can't. And you overthink it every day. And you're, wow, I really feel this. If you're feeling something deep in your spirit and you keep hearing it and you don't act upon it, shame on you hmm. because you're missing an opportunity to build something and create something that God has intended you to do. And because you're afraid and you won't step out of the boat, shame on you. You're Mm -hmm. just going to live a little what if life, you know? And I I just think of myself as sitting on that porch when I'm 80. Hopefully I get there and go, Mm -hmm. what if, what if I would have done that pie shop? Well, I wouldn't have got my butt kicked. I wouldn't have lost my money. I wouldn't have done this, right? But I would have had to live with that what if. And living with the what if is more is terrifying to me. I will never live with a what if. I am going to always strive to live for the why not. Yeah, do you get you get your butt kicked? Yeah, do you lose your money? Yes, you do. But you don't have to sit on the porch at when you're 80 and 90 and go, "Why didn't I do that? Why was I too afraid?" Mm-hmm. Don't be too afraid to step out of that boat. And everyone's like, "Well, you know, he went in the water after, hey, he walked on it for a minute, and he's the only one that got out. Of that boat. <laughs> right. I would have, I would have rather been that dude than the little guys. And the, all the other ones had opportunities to go out; they didn't. Yep. So we always think, well, he fell in the water. He walked on it for a couple steps. I would have, I would rather been that person.
0: That's, that's good, and Jesus pulled him up. That's right. Pulled him up, and and then he got to see the the most amazing things. Right. Yeah. Right. But, Gigi, it has been a delight to talk with you. Um, thank you. Thank you for sharing a little sunshine from Florida with this. Uh, thank you. Uh, Northern boy in in Madison, Wisconsin today. Um, I love Madison. <laughs> great. Um, we have a Gigi's just down the road. I know you do. I <laughs> opened that
1: Gigi's. I opened that Gigi's when I was pregnant with my daughter, and no oh one knew I was my. pregnant yet. Yes, I opened beautiful. that store. There were lines around the building, and I knew I was pregnant and. And I just still frosted those cupcakes anyways. And I was thanking God that I had my treasure in my belly. <laughs> so oh, yeah. that was my fond memory of Madison, Wisconsin. I, I love, I love that store and they have, they do such a great job there. I love that store.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for that plug. I will uh, be sure to share that with them when I go in. The next. <laughs> good. Good. Um, do. So Thank you again for taking time and. Sharing your life with me and with our audience. How can people get a hold of you, find out more about you, uh, stay connected with you?
1: Well, they can go on ggbutler.com for booking or to buy books. Um, but the secret ingredient is my book. It's anywhere books are sold. Amazon has it. And my Instagram is official ggbutler, and my Facebook is the same. So. They can reach out to me from there.
0: Awesome. Now, one last thing. Mm -hmm. Where can we get exposed to your music?
1: Well, I sing at church. (laughs) I sing at church and they usually have it online. And then I have one song on Spotify. I did a Christmas song a few years back, uh, Silver Bells, I have on Spotify. And it's just Silver Bells, Gigi Butler. So you can go. Awesome! And it
0: well, I'm going che- to definitely check that out because I'm a musician, I'm a musician too, and love love uh, hearing creatives uh, share their gifts. So,
1: congrats Wonderful. on
0: all Thank that you. you have accomplished. Thank you. All That you are accomplishing, and um, including being a mama to that beautiful young lady. Thank uh, you. You're shaping and um, sharing with the world. So.
1: Thank you so much. I've made so many mistakes and I'm humbled by God's mercy.
0: Yes.
1: And I truly desire to leave, leave a legacy of love. And if I've done that, then I've done my job.
0: That's right. That's right. Congratulations on all thank of it.
1: Thank you. Thank what you so much. What a pleasure
0: to talk to you. Maybe we'll talk again.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right, Gigi. Thank okay. you so
1: much. Bye.
0: Bye. Hey, fellow dreamer. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Head over to my website, jeffmeyer.org, for all of the show notes and links. And when you're ready to move from overthinking about your dream to actually taking action on it, consider joining the Dream Accelerator community. Our clients are getting crystal clear on their dream with our Dream Generator Vivid Description five-step process. They're discovering the truth about fear and how to use it as fuel to take courageous steps in the right direction. And most importantly, they are walking a clear path forward because they have made an investment in themselves to confidently realize their dreams. The results are so inspiring. Having coaching and companions on the dream journey is crucial. Remember, fear will come, fear will stay. Move forward anyway.